0: Hey there, I'm Anne Garden, and this is episode 81 of the Unveiled podcast. Thanks for joining me today as we ask ourselves the question, what season am I in? The last episode, I talked about being in the season of grief in our family and what that looks like and how it should change our expectations of ourselves and of others. There's so many different seasons of life, and each one has its own difficulties and rewards. And it's important to realize the season that you're in so that you know what to expect from both yourself and others. And it's okay to give yourself grace or put something on the back burner for a while or step back and recharge depending on what season you're in. So the question is, what season are you in? God tells us in Ecclesiastes that there is a season and a time for everything under heaven. Now, some seasons are more desirable than others, but I've learned that we must embrace the season we are in, good or bad. I don't particularly like the end of summer season. It is so hot and humid here in Georgia in August. People call this area Hotlanta for a reason. The other day I looked and it was 95% humidity. So I complained about the heat and mugginess to my husband the other day. And he said, don't complain. You know this is what it's like every August. So don't expect anything different. Ain't that the truth? And seasons of life can be like that too. Why do we expect ourselves to be doing something big in the world when we have toddlers running around destroying our house? Enjoy the craziness of little ones and reserve time for your spouse in that season. There's a later season for you to start that business or take that trip to Europe. The season of motherhood means you're going to have a messy house, old couches, a minivan with crumbs on the floor, and toys in the seats. Well, you get the picture. And that can be a beautiful thing, so embrace it. Don't complain because it's the season you're in. Just like it's hot in August. Now, as someone who's leaving the season of motherhood, the at-home motherhood, I can tell you it's over before you know it. So embrace it and prioritize your family as much as you can. I believe that so much discontent could be avoided by just understanding what season we are in. If you're starting a new business, it's not going to be prosperous right at the start. There is a learning season. And this is true of hobbies, Or new careers as well. Be patient and use that season to learn and grow and plant seeds that will eventually sprout and grow. If your husband is working full-time and getting a master's degree at the same time, it's going to be a season of less time with him. If one of you is not working due to child raising or someone's going back to school, it's going to be a season of less income. So match your expectations to the season and know that it will eventually be over. All right, how about spiritual seasons? Yes, we go through spiritual seasons as well. I've had seasons where I am growing and seeing fruit like crazy, and it's so exciting and fulfilling. And then there have been seasons which seem silent and distant. And I use that as a time for introspection. It's a time to let what I've been learning really germinate and grow. And it's time to put that new learning into practice. And my least favorite but most profitable seasons are those of deconstruction. Sometimes God dismantles my preconceived notions about him or his ways. He challenges my judgments and my prejudices. He convicts me of my sin and shows me how to repent and renew my mind. He offers me paths of reconciliation with others. These seasons can be a bit brutal, but in the end, those are the seasons where I grow the most, and I can look back and say, thank you, Father, for taking me through that. I'm finally getting to the place of thanking him in the midst of it, but maybe sometimes with gritted teeth. Ecclesiastes 3.3 says there is a time to break down and a time to build up. So generally, after the season of deconstruction, a season of reconstruction follows. So let that give you hope. How long are these seasons? Well, obviously it can vary. Deconstruction of your heart can be really long if we resist the work that God is trying to do in us. But if we submit to it, we can progress through it faster. So my advice, surrender early. There are seasons in our relationships with others as well. So think how different your relationship with your parents is now compared to when you were a child. How about your relationship with your spouse? What season is your marriage in? That's a great question to ponder to bring clarity. If you're newly married, it's a season of exploration. You're getting to know each other and figure out how to live together and serve each other and meet each other's needs. So take time to do that. If you're raising your children, it's a season of a bit more stress and more teamwork and intentionality is required. More grace and forgiveness is often needed as well. I think looking out for each other's needs is even more important during that season because you're giving so much of yourselves. And unity is so, so important. Probably always, but especially when child raising. But don't forget to have fun in that season as well and reserve time for just the two of you. Empty Nest is another season where what's what we're doing right now where we're trying to figure out a new normal might be reinventing who you are or what you need to focus on. And it may be a time to get to know each other again, like newlyweds. The season of caring for elderly parents was a difficult season for our family. I had to keep reminding myself, and God kept reminding me, that it was just a season. And now that it's over, I see that it was just a season. It was a three-year season, but a season nonetheless, Maybe you're single, that's a season two. Embrace the freedom and give God the loneliness and use that time to work on you so you're ready to be married. Anytime we face unpleasant times in our lives, remembering that it's a season is so helpful. I've mentioned before how hard it was for me to move from California to Georgia three years ago. I knew it was God's desire but I still had to struggle with my own emotions. About a year before our planned move, I was already feeling sad about leaving, and God spoke to me at sunset one night. He said, sunset represents the ending of the day, but it's beautiful. It's followed by a time of darkness, but the darkness is limited, and after the darkness comes a glorious sunrise. He encouraged me to enjoy the sunset of my days in California. He promised to be with me through the darkness and he promised me a sunrise on the other side. Now, because of God's words to me, I chose to focus on enjoying all the lasts and every moment with friends, rather than dwelling too often on the fact that I was leaving. The darkness was one of deconstruction and reconstruction, which was a much needed overhaul. I can honestly say that the darkness lasted over two years, and the sunrise has been slow, but now the dawn is bringing exciting new things and people into my life. Each of those was a season, and God was with me and teaching me through each one. Life is never static, okay? The seasons are always changing, and we have to let go of one in order to embrace the next. If you feel hopelessly stuck in a difficult season, remind yourself that all seasons have endings. They all come and go. Graham Cook advises asking God these two questions. One, what do you want me to learn in this season? And two, who do you want to be for me in this season? When we get these two things figured out, we're often ready to move on to the next season. During my lonely season, I had to learn to rely on God and not my friends or my spouse. I learned how much God cherished me and cared about my heart and my concerns. And I learned to let go of trying to control everything. And I learned a lot more as well. Whatever season you find yourself in, circumstantially, spiritually, or relationally, remember, It's a season. This too shall pass. And thank God for it. Look to God for what he wants to do in and through you in this season. Learn a new aspect of God's nature specific to the season. Beware of looking back wistfully at the last season or longing only for the next season. Embrace the one you're in and find the joy and the good in it. I'd love to hear from you what season you are in right now and what God is doing. Please leave a comment and share your season lessons with others to encourage us all as well. And as always, please share this with a friend if you found it helpful. Go in peace and joy.